0: Good day listeners, this is Mitch Dawkins coming to you on the 19th day of October 2020 uh, with a brief message about friendship and relationships. The Bible talks about the great friend that Jesus is to us, those who believe in him and those that follow him as well. In fact, John 15, 13 says, Greater love have no man than this that a man lay down his life for his friends. I'm truly convinced that Jesus laid down his life for me. So he is the ultimate friend to me. The question is, am I a friend to Jesus or am I a player? When we look at the book of Hosea, beginning in chapter 1, verse 2, it says, the beginning of the word of the Lord by Hosea. And the Lord said to Hosea, go take unto thee a wife of whoredoms and children of whoredoms for the land have committed great whoredom departing from the Lord. In any relationship, have you departed from your relationship because of your infidelities? Maybe a relationship, a girlfriend, boyfriend, a marriage. Some agreed upon covenant that you've had. We have all shared what a friend we have in Jesus we, we, We've we all heard that We heard the song we sing along with it We know that Jesus said He'll never leave us nor forsake us We know the promises And assurances of God That he all, always keeps them We understand that Jesus laid down his life for us So we see how much Jesus Is the only perfect friend that we can ever have And as a friend of that magnitude Would you not want That same friendship reciprocated. So, again, the title of this message today is Friend to Jesus or Player. There was a time in my life when I had a girlfriend, and it was mutually understood that neither of us was to go outside of our friendship or relationship. But I was a player, I was nothing more than a player. Because I cheated on her numerous times. And when I get caught, I would apologize, begging her to take me back, only to cheat on her almost immediately again. Just like that man, we or I, praise God, continue to cheat on God. I cheat by giving in to the temptations, by flirting with the world, giving in to the very being who waged war against God. See, I don't want to be. Or end up being an enemy of God and His ways, and like the cheating man, I come back to God and ask Him for forgiveness, only to fall to the same temptation shortly thereafter, cheating on Him once again. And just like the cheating man, so often I tried to deny it. You know, it's funny how we look at a man cheating on his wife, or a wife or his, uh, on her husband, in distaste and often with anger. Yet we don't. Look at our own actions against God in the same light. Instead, like the cheating man, we dismiss the pain. We dismiss the frustration. We dismiss the anger. We cause God as if it was nothing. As if nothing, you know, it's like it's not a big deal. A God who, while we were cheating on him, sent his only begotten son to take our penalties so that we can be with him in paradise. You know, the proverb has it that he's a fiercely jealous God a jealous lover. And what he gives is far better than anything else we can ever find. So I need God to work his will in my life. I need to yell a loud no to the devil and watch him scamper. And when I just say a quiet yes to God, he's there in no time. So we need to quit dabbling in sin, quit playing the field, hit bottom, cry our eyes out. The fighting games are over, my brothers and sisters. Purify your inner life. Get down on your hands and knees before the master. It's the only way you're going to get on your feet. For those of us who cheat, are we willing to renew our vows with God, devoting ourselves to him in every way? Will we look at the ways that we cheat on him and do everything to resist Satan? Or are we willing to do this for our God? a friend who loves us more than anything. This has been Mitch Dawkins with a Daily Message.